All right, y'all. Welcome back to the talent, and we are back for another episode today. Uh, another baseball. Oh, he's one. cheating. He's we're, cheating uh, on my list. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> I'm actually not. Anyway, so today is another baseball episode. One of our favorites, man. Today we're going to be listing. What are we doing? Today we're <laughs> listing our top ten. Top what? Top ten first basemen going into 2022. Uh, this is an interesting uh, little ranking. We're going to do rankings for each position, uh, so y'all stay tuned is, for that. This is volume one. This is uh, volume one, starting at first base. Um, it's not a very not a very debatable position too much. It isn't. But uh, it's fun, and we just want to see if it kind of carries through the whole year, but we're going to start at the bottom. It's still so. Fun. So I think... Number 10. I think 6 through 10 of this list is going to be interesting. I don't yeah. think we're going to... Really we didn't... Gonna, we did not discuss... We have no idea... Either one of our answers, like we don't know, we don't know, obviously any of our lists. So, all right, let's dive straight into it's a stacked it. Act positions, it is. Let's dive straight into it, shall we? Mm-hmm. I mean, let's do it. Let's do it. I mean, come on. All right, should I start or should uh, number ten? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna tell you who I have first. Um, I've got Brandon Belt. Brandon Belt. And, and here's the reason why. The, the sneaks in. The Giants had a phenomenal year last year. They beat the LA Dodgers in the NL West. Nobody expected that. They won, what, 107 games? Brandon Belt's a massive part of that. I think he hit. What did Brandon Belt hit last year? He hit like 270. I can look it up for you. I mean, he the dude was dude had 29 bombs. He's, a, he's underrated defensively. Brandon Belt's just a really good player. Right. I put. Brandon Belt. Oh, sorry. I put him above, guys. I really wanted to put Jared Walsh on this list. I did not put him on this list. He had a good year for the Angels last year. I'm a big Jared Walsh fan, but I didn't put him on this list. I think just off of team success and how much they I mean, impacted the team. Brandon Belt had a year. Brandon last Belt year. had a phenomenal year last year for the the San Francisco Giants. Um, I don't think ESPN counts him as a first baseman. I think that was the problem because he, he had a 975 OPS. He had a phenomenal year, but he only played ninety seven games. I still think I still I still put him at ten. I think he's nine seventy five OPS in ninety seven games. He hit twenty nine bombs, twenty nine bombs, and he hit two seventy. So I mean, I, he sneaks into my list, and he was a massive part, like I said, to the one hundred and seven win San Francisco Giants. I mean, he could very well be very high on this list. We just have not seen him do it for a long period of time. It's been a while, which we need to see. And oh, forgot to clear this up. This is for going into next year. One season, first base. This is going into twenty twenty two. Age doesn't matter. I mean, unless you think that's going to affect their yeah. performance next year, and contracts not matter. So we have my number ten out of the way. Do you want me to go through my whole list, or do you want to go? No, no, no. no. I'll say my ten. My ten is from the Los Angeles Angels. We have Jared oh, Walsh. Very respectable. Jared Walsh had a great year this year. He had eight thirty seven OPS, two sixty nine average. He had I think thirty bombs. Or no, you have. He had just under 30 bombs, 26, 30 doubles, 86 ribbies. He's a great player. It's all about that on-base percentage, too. Jared Walsh was on base 33% of the time. That's a good percentage. Jared Walsh is very good. I wanted to put him on this list. He's actually one of my favorite, you know, underrated players in the game. No I one really, talks about him. I really, trout in that, yeah, I really love Jared Walsh. I, I wanted to put him on this list, but I just he, – he would be at 11 for me. I just had to put Brandon Belt over him just, just a hair. Just based off team success. Just a so yeah, it's 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 interesting. So, so I think that we is both go ahead and say Brandon Belt's not on my list and Jared Walsh isn't yeah, on yours. Uh, but at number nine, and I think a, a lot of people will give give heat for this, but I, I just don't think he, he deserves any higher on this list. 
and I don't want any bias on the, the, same on, one. on the market. Yeah, we have the same in. one. Yep. <laughs> Pete Alonso at number nine. Now, I have seen this guy top five on list, and it, it's Unreal. just... Unreal. It, 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 it gets me a good chuckle, y'all. Like, I actually, and I, have, I also have Alonso at nine. I, I, I genuinely like bust out laughing when I see him top five on some of these lists because it's just pure New York bias in the market he plays in. We see it with the Mets all the time. And I, I'm, I know we're Braves fans. They're in the same division. We don't like the Mets. We get that. But Pete Alonso is not a top he, – he doesn't deserve above nine on this list. He had a solid year last year. Not great. Everybody talks about his rookie season in 2019 when he had, what, like 50 bombs – for, great, Pete Alonso's got he's got great I mean, power. Yeah, you can have a lot of fun winning home run derbies. Yeah, but like the dude just look. He's de- not clutch defensively. Is he all that? I don't think so. I don't. Yeah. Th- I don't think he's great defensively. Um, he, what does he have? He has a lot of power. But when he's not hitting for power, is he? I mean, honestly, is he helping you win ball games? Because I really don't think he is. He's not a great base runner. Um, he doesn't hit for a high average. He's. I mean, uh, it's um. Let's see here. Two sixty two. I mean, it's not terrible, but I'm, I'm like, look, Pete Alonso, he doesn't deserve above nine on this list to me, and it's not that's not just the Braves fan and me hating the Mets. It's it's just pure facts, in my opinion. I mean, yeah, last year at thirty four bombs, yeah, a lot of home runs, a lot of home runs, but no, hundred twenty three strikeouts. And the strikeouts got, are concerning. Strikeouts Very. are concerning, but it's like you just can't. He's not a top five even first baseman. As much as we see them during the season, like when he goes up to bat, I'm genuinely not scared. Neither am I. I'm like, like, oh, like polar I'm, bear. Like I'm not. And, and I mean, he's also. I mean, I really just don't like the guy. I don't like all the stuff. Like I don't like watching him in the home run derby. Like his the way he's just handling. He does it have a very that. punchable face, but that's a different story. Very cocky. Very yeah. Just don't like him. He's at nine. I Let's think. I think we could agree on nine. Number eight. Um. He may be a little low. I put him originally higher until I looked at a few other guys. I have Anthony Rizzo of the mm. uh, of the New York Yankees. So he just re-signed with the Yankees. I don't think anybody expected that. I thought they all expected him to go elsewhere. But he is a Yankee. Uh, I think Rizzo, I put him above guys like Alonzo and Belt on this list simply because he's just better defensively. Um, he's got a good bat. I mean, he Rizzo's just there every year. He's always really, really good. A few years ago... I can make the argument top three, top five. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think ever since he's left Chicago, still been great, but just not, I don't think, top three, top five caliber. Rizzo's a great player. The Yankees should be proud that they have him. But I, I, I think, like, eight's just a really good spot. Considering the guys above him on this list, I just, I think eight's an appropriate spot for the, the, the same guy that, quote-unquote, struck out World Series champion Freddie Freeman last year. So Yeah, that was, that was fun. Uh, that was funny. That was funny. That was funny. Anthony Rizzo last year. Let's see if we can pull up his stuff. This is a very complicated site. He had a two da, 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 two forty eight yeah. three forty four on base. Um, where's his OPS? Not on here. WRC plus is at one twelve. That's not outstanding. That's just I mean, just bubbly average. Um, going off this site. I don't like that. I don't like the way they they format that. But, yeah, I mean, he's not on my list, but I love Rizzo. I love this strong word. I can watch Rizzo and be like, go Rizzo. Rizzo is a likable player. Very likable yeah, player. He Even though he's on a very unlikable team, he's a likable player. So, number eight, who do you have? Number eight, I have Yuli Gurriel, okay. the batting champ, I'm pretty sure, for AL. AL. batting champion, and he hit seventh he hit, in that lineup. I think he hit about 317, something yeah. like that. Um, I just like first baseman that you can count on to just go get a hit. Yep. Go get an RBI, especially it's just the way he can play on 
the teams that are really good nowadays, that slug, and you can just go in and get you a, a base hit, and I think that's underrated. I agree. So I think Yuli Gurriel comes in at eight. Um, it's hard to put him in over Bill. It's just that Bell has not played a full season in a minute now. So that's number eight. Number seven on my list, I do have Gurriel. I have him above Rizzo. He, like I said, AL batting champion last year for an American League champion, Astros, as much as we hate them. Um, and Gurriel is underrated with the glove. He's pretty solid with the glove. People don't really recognize that, but he he's good with the glove. Mm-hmm. Um, 317, I know batting average is a very overrated stat, but I mean, look, he, he gets it. So he could hit the ball. Guriel was a big part of that Astros infield. I think he's a, at seven. Like I said, seven is just a really good, appropriate spot for him. Um, he's going to be really good again this year. Uh, if you're playing fantasy, scoop up Guriel if you need a first baseman. He's a good first baseman. But yeah, and I, he's not a big name because he's behind Correa. He's behind Bregman. He's behind Altuve. He's yeah. behind Jordan. I'm so like, yeah, Correa now in Minnesota, but yeah, you're right. He yeah, was behind. That's yeah. what I mean. Yeah. So now you're number seven. Number seven, Jose Abreu, Abreu, the former MVP. Okay. A good player. He always is going to reach 100 RBIs. He's a clutch hitter. Jose Abreu last year at 834 OPS, 102 RBIs, 27 bombs, 258 average. Not a very high average. I love clutch hitters and guys that when people are in scoring position, you get the job done. So I'd want Jose Abreu on my baseball team more than I'd want. Every other guy but six guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so at number six, I think five or six, I could flip-flop. Um, but number six, I have Joey Votto. And I think the guy really went – I remember last summer, he really got hot. He really got going in the summer, and he just went off for, I think, the month of July or August. And he uh, looked – Joey Votto in the last year, 940 OPS. He had, uh, let's see, 22 doubles, 35 bombs, 97 RBS. People forget he's a former National League MVP. He is a – He's just solid. He's good. He's solid with the glove. He's always. He's just always gonna hit. He's had what like thirty five bombs last year. 30, 34, 35. Yeah, thirty five. He uh he had a phenomenal year for the Cincinnati Reds. Unfortunately, he's kind of that last big piece there that's just left. Uh, they've kind of they're in the rebuilding stage. I think they're entering that stage for Cincinnati, but he's just kind of left there. Unfortunately, but um with Castellanos, whoever else gone, but um, everyone. Yeah, the yeah, Reds I mean, sold Sonny Gray's I mean, even gone out. I mean, it's, I mean, three years ago, we had a Trevor Bauer, Sonny Gray, Castellanos, now Joey Votto, Marcelo Zuna. No, no, sorry. I might have said that. Now it's the Jonathan India and Joey Votto Reds. Yeah, we, you tell you tell the Reds three years ago, you're going to have the NL Rookie of the Year. And three years, you're going to be like, oh my gosh, we must be like a top seed in the NL. Yeah, and then, uh, unfortunately, they could finish... I don't think they'll finish below the Pirates in the Central, but they'll finish pretty pretty low. Uh, but that's Votto at six for me. Yeah. Uh, I also have Votto at six. So the same reasoning. It's like Votto had a crazy year last year. Probably could have moved him up in this list if you wanted to, but you can't really base it off one year. He's also a veteran leader. He's just been in the league for a long time, and there. he gets it done. But we'll see how he does next year. He's at six for me, He's too. been there. And like I said, five or six for me is interchangeable. Number five. Uh, I'm going Jose Abreu. I could have put him a little lower on this list, but I think kind of my recency bias a little bit. 2020 AL MVP. It's really good for that White Sox team. He has clean up for that team. I mean, he, he's just a big part of that, that ball club. And the, the White Sox, are, they're obviously really, really good. They have a really good future ahead of them. Uh, he's he's a big part of that really solid lineup in uh, the south side of 
or the north side of Chicago, whatever, whatever side they're on. I don't the, know. the other irrelevant team in Chicago, um, not the Cubs. Let's just say that. The, but, the White Sox are looking like. I mean, last year we thought they'd come out the AL and then they got embarrassed by the Astros. Um, but I think Jose Abreu. I mean, I already talked about him. He was you know seven on mine. Is also just a little underappreciated because you got some just bigger names. Like even though he won an MVP, I feel like people still know Tim Anderson, Luis Robert more, and they may even talk about you know Giolito a lot and Liam Hendricks and all so those guys. Young, like they've had their farm systems. Their team's awesome. Yeah, I love the White Sox. Got love the Field of Dreams game. Nine number five, CJ Crone. For the Rockies. Whoa, whoa, whoa. CJ Crone. That's a big one. CJ Crone, 905 OPS last year, 280 average, 28 bombs, 89 RBIs. Um, I know this is like. I will say he's not on my list. And I like that my reasoning for that would be I, I haven't seen it consistently from him, and he plays in Coors Field. And I know everybody will be like, hey, hey, you know, you can't, you know, use the ballpark he plays in, but I think that's a, that's a big part of it. I think a lot to do with the RBI shortage out of him is just purely because people weren't on base that much for him. But I think CJ Crone is a very good player, and he's actually been good for a few years. He's just been shopped around a lot. So I think he just has gone totally under the radar. And Top five. My. I think he's here at five. I usually, I, I normally have him at six. Goodness. But then now we're going to go back, and we're going to look at his 2019 year with the Twins, 253, 25 bombs. Uh, 78 RBI. It's not crazy, but he's good. We in this top five? Okay. That's 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 a take. I, 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 it I, is a take. I, I like the boldness. But wow. ooh. I'm telling you, 902 OPS, that's underrated. All right. That's ooh, that's a big one. All right, number four. <laughs> I think four. I think one through four for us is going to be very similar. But number four, got Goldie. I've got Paul Goldschmidt of the uh, – I think we're going to have the exact same top four. Let's just crank through your top four Of the St. Louis Cardinals. I don't think we will. I think we're going to be different in, right. in one spot. So we'll keep going down slowly but surely. We'll All right, number four. I also have Paul Goldschmidt, NL MVP candidate last year. He was really good with Arizona to begin his career, and he's only uh, continuing to be great with the Cardinals. He's the best player on that team, arguably. You could say Arenado, but he's, he's the he's a big yeah. part of that team. He had 31 home runs last year, 96 RBIs. Uh, he's a great fielder yes. over at first. Very one of the most likable players in the MLB, I'd honestly say. Yeah, he's very likable. Very similar to Freddie very before likely. two weeks ago, last week, whatever. <laughs> I still love so, Freddie, but uh, at the same time, it's very bittersweet. So at number, this is where I think it's gonna be a little different. Um, this guy at number three, I want to put him at two. Uh, I think by the end of the year, he will be arguably Olson at three. He, he will arguably be one or two, and this isn't just Brad's bias, but I put Matt Olson at three. I really wanted to put him above Freddie, um, and I, he had a much he had a better year than Freddie last year. I think he's going to have a better year than him this year. But Freddie Freeman's been doing it for the past decade. I know what's happened in the past week with Freddie, and you know our feelings about him. Go check out the the Freddie episode if you want to hear all about that. But yeah, um, I still I think Olsen's three. He had thirty nine bombs last year, one hundred and eleven driven in. He hit two fifty. Olsen's two seventy five. Two seventy. Excuse me. He he's only trending upward. I think the dude's going to hit 40, even maybe even 50 home runs this year. But I think by the end of the season, for sure, he's a top two certified first baseman. I think he'll be better than Freddie. But right now, I'm going to put him at three for the time sake. My number three is, yep, Freddie Freeman. And there probably is some bias. But I think if you looked at this with no connection to, like, like for anyone, if you just gave it Someone just learned about baseball, but they somehow have all the knowledge, and they need to decide which player is better. They go Matt Olson. 
um, over Freddie Freeman. Spoiler, Matt Olson's number two. But Freddie just, first half of the year last year was terrible. He, he was. really not good. I, I, he, he, was, was, he was in the ones for a while. He was, but like, like, Fred, batting average. like Freddie always does, though. He gets it going. And Freddie's great. But I think this upcoming year, he's going to have a doubt. I, I, I think my prediction is he does not know how much being in a different place is going to affect him. It's going to be different. The feel's going to be different. I don't think his numbers. I think his production's going to decline from here. He's in age 33. I do agree. And look, I, I think Matt Olson. Look, he's going from a lineup with the Oakland A's where he has no protection around him. Yeah. And now he's going to argue with the best lineup of baseball in Atlanta in a pretty hitter-friendly ballpark in one of the warmest cities in Major League Baseball. The ball is going to jump off the bat. A lot of home runs. He's got all the protection in the You're lineup. not going to want to pitch around Olsen. You're not. And he kills He kills both. He kills lefties. He kills righties. He's got so much power. Olsen could be number one on this list by the beginning of next year. And I want to put him above Freddie. But number two is Freddie Freeman for me, and that the simple reason I know the connection the Braves, whatever. For the past ten years, he's been the best first baseman in baseball. Uh, he's been very consistent. I mean, he just I will even though he's an LA Dodger, I will say this in my short lifetime of watching baseball, and I've said this on many occasions, he's the best pure hitter I've ever seen. I I I do agree with that. I think I've never seen a guy that could just place a baseball on anywhere on the field. Yeah, he did it in his first at-bat. Like Freddie Freeman can. I mean, if he wants to hit the ball to left field, he'll hit it to left field. If he wants to hit it over the right fielder's head, he'll hit it over the right fielder's head. If he wants to go deep, he will. Freddie's great, and he's great defensively. He's not better than Olsen defensively. No. I don't even know if he's better than Olsen. I think Olsen, they get back-to-back gold gloves 18-19. Yes, and this is simple. This is just on consistency. I think even, honestly... If you had to give me a guy that I'd rather have for this season, I'm probably going to pick Matt Olson. But I'm going straight off just consistency and just the the reputation. Yeah, that you can depend on. And yeah, I'm going to go with Freddie at two still. But yeah, I'm assuming you have Olson at two. Yeah, so Olson's my two, but something. All right, actually, I already said it. But it's just yeah, I think people like there's a thing with players, you know, if they're DH or not, or where they're on the field that can even affect their hitting. They talk about a lot that a lot on John Boy's podcast. Just about the mental, like, worrying. Just everything matters when you're going into hitting. And I think a whole change of ballpark, a change of scene, a change of fans, a change of coast to be on is going to affect Freddie Freeman more. He's not going to have 18 home runs. He's still going to have 28, 29 home runs, I think. And he's still going to have probably 89, 90 RBIs. Actually, probably around there just because we'll be in the lineup with the Dodgers. But I think he's going to – he's not going to put the, the numbers that Olsen it'll is. Be, I'll tell you that right now. It'll be interesting to see where Dave Roberts puts him in the lineup because, look, I don't think Dave Roberts is the best manager in the world. I don't know. No. He, he could put him – I mean, you saw Freddie hit the two-hole a lot last year for us for the past two years, and he and he flourished in it. But, anyway, number one – it'll be interesting yeah. to see. Number one – Almost MVP. I mean, I mean we're going to both agree on number one. The, the guy would have won MVP in any other season. By a mile. It, it's just very unfortunate that – a once in a not generation once in a lifetime talent of Shohei Otani happened. I mean, the number one spot's Vladimir Guerrero Jr. and he led the major leagues in home runs last year. The dude hit over three hundred. The dude, I mean, across the board. I mean, look at his slash line. It, it's it's sexy. I mean, it really is. And he had a phenomenal year for Toronto. He's one of the fa- He's one of the best young players in baseball. He's one of the I think the new faces of baseball. Um, I I do see. Vladdy more as a DH, but they put him a lot at first uh, in the past year. So he does count as a first baseman. 
Um, he's a first baseman. That's why I think that's a big part of why Freddie did not go to Toronto. Yeah, and I think um, I would have loved to see him in Toronto. But Vladdy's a phenomenal player. He's a very likable player too. I mean, Vladdy's. He's, if you've seen him recently, he's even he's slim. slim. He, he's slimmed down. Lost like 30 pounds in a month. Which That's is, at least what his Instagram caption said. Which is crazy. I think he's going to have another great year. He's got a phenomenal career ahead of him. His dad was a Hall of Famer. Um, Vladdy's just, he's, he's solid defensively. He's an elite bat. He's the best player on that Toronto team. Yeah, he's going to give you a one dot, no PS column. Yeah, and he he's going to be the best player on perhaps the best team in the American League. That's He's number one, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Absolutely. He's only going uphill. He's going to only get faster on the bases. He's going to bat low, you know, 320 average and give you at least at least 40 home runs next good. year. Yeah, I mean, he, he's that good if he stays healthy. And I think I think the only concern for him going forward is, like he said, it would be like maybe his weight or something, but he looks very slimmed down. So I think he's he's on top of that. Um, Blue Jays fans should be excited. He got the best first baseman in baseball. I think um, that could change. I think – <laughs> Look, I think Olsen could get that one spot eventually, but I, I do think... So, too. I think Guerrero... I think Goldschmidt could also make a run for it for a single season. I think Guerrero is, right now, number one spot at first baseman. I think this list, especially, like, we just went through it, and one through, one through four is pretty uh, pretty uh, spot on, um, but obviously five through ten you can debate all day, but it's it's similar. It's just a little different, but like I said, it's a, it's a position that isn't insanely debatable, but... Um, yeah, I mean, it's. I think the lists are very, very solid. CJ yeah. Crone was a threw me it's off a, a little bit. I, I know, was, I knew I was it a, would. That's a bold one. Um, but yeah, I really like these lists, I and mean, they're really good. I, first baseman's always a underrated, underlooked at position. So we're gonna come out with second baseman soon, then third, then short, then catcher and pitchers together, okay, and we'll, then yeah, one for all outfielders. We'll have all outfielders. There's no reason to go. Possibly a DH episode. Yeah, I mean, there's. I think outfielders. That'll be the outfielders will be a very good one. And uh, then we may do top ten most attractive. <laughs> we could. Um, we could do that. Obviously, the girls would love to. Uh, I mean, you'll see Austin Riley on that list. You will. Uh, spoiler alert: You will probably see Mr. Swanson as well. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, I, I knew you. You guys probably had no idea. We've but, got a sexy team. Well, I mean, we do. Um, there's a lot of attractive men in this league on, on some non-stuff stuff. But anyway, um, all right. So that should conclude the episode for our first baseman rankings. It's another great episode, y'all. Another beautiful day. And, um, follow the Graham Town Podcast. Follow yeah. the Graham. Follow the TikTok. Listen, share. We're follow also on Apple Podcast. Follow the Twitter. We got it on Apple, Spotify. Y'all, y'all give it a listen, man. If you're just driving, you got nothing to do. You need something to listen give to. Give us suggestions for topics, give please. It, we, we would love suggestions. We would love feedback. We want it all, man. And we appreciate y'all listening and spending your day with us. Chop on, War Eagle. Yes, sir.